Yes, Whiskey Cave. Welcome back, everybody. What's going on? It's Tony. We are here. Peter, what's happening? Hey, Tony. How you doing, man? <laughs> we, I am doing great, great, great. So it is, uh, what, what day is it? Friday night. Uh, it's not raining anymore in California, but it's supposed to come back. So we're happy about that. And we're going to start this episode off with uh, liquor, a whiskey that I purchased over at the uh, wonderful market called the Grocery Outlet. <laughs> and uh, they had it on a nice little sale. And I think it was only 24 bucks over there. So what's the bottle, Pete? Let me see. It actually looks like a like a wine bottle. It does. Long wine bottle, but Tall it's not. I promise. And sexy. I had to take like a double a double glance. I was yeah. like, wait a minute, that's whiskey? Okay, yeah. It even has like a reddish hue to it, uh, the color of the whiskey. Yeah. But it's called, uh, let me see. Virginia Distillery Company, VHW, which I don't know what that's VHW. VHW. All right. And it's a port cask finished whiskey. It says a marriage of Scalt Motch, Scalt Motch, Scotch Malt Whiskey, and American Whiskey All right. finished in port wine casks. Uh, it is 46% alcohol by volume. And let's see. And it must be from Virginia, we're assuming. So, because yeah. that's in the name. So, here we go. Let's see if we let's got the sound. Let's see if I can get two in a row. Because the last one was pretty good. Yeah, that was pretty good. I like it. I'm so erect right now. <laughs> that's the sound everybody wants to hear on a Friday night, baby. So, as Peter pulled I like that sound too. That's a pretty good sound. Peter's going to pour us a little bit. We're drinking this on the rocks today. We're going to see if we enjoy it. We'll drink it throughout the episode, and then we will uh, give our rating at the end, which I think has been uh, a great time recently. So, thank you, sir. Excuse me. All right. Let's try it. It's definitely a bit reddish, huh? It looks looks like like a rosé color, like a little bit. It's very pretty. It's it's nice. We'll see if it tastes good, right? Cheers, brother. Cheers. All right. Huh. That's not bad. That's actually really smooth to me. It doesn't have a harsh aftertaste. It's smooth. Doesn't taste like wine, but it doesn't taste like whiskey. It's interesting. I'm getting a little bit of smokiness. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm gonna let this one marinate. Yeah, for we're gonna bit. we're gonna sip on this one for for the next uh, 45 minutes or so, and uh, we'll see. I don't dislike it at first, though. It's uh, it's definitely different. First taste, I don't dislike it. I don't know if I really like it. I definitely, <laughs> definitely like it a little bit. But let's yeah, see. Yeah. Let's see how. Let's see how right, it opens up. We'll a little be bit. sipping on it, and then if you guys hear us uh, talking and, and getting a little out of bounds, then we know it's hitting pretty good too. So yeah, and for twenty four bucks, shit, oh, twenty four bucks, yeah, most bottle, and it's a very nice, nice bottle. So nice, uh, tall, slender. We bottle. hope that we hope that it's uh, going to hit us right and uh, that it tastes good, and, and you know, we're tasting it a little bit, but we'll uh, we'll Sexy see how we label rate it. too, huh, Tony? Real sexy label. Yeah, it's cool. It's a nice bottle. Like a like never, a never matte black. Never seen it. And if you're in, a, you know, if you're uh, by a grocery outlet, um, I totally forgot about it until my wife mentioned it to, uh, as I was walking out of the door. Uh, if you go there, I don't know if it's in every city, but in our city, it has a little a wall of, of alcohol, and um, it's not locked up or anything like that. And they're just real chill with it over there, and uh, it's got a bunch of different random whiskeys and and vodkas and all the other spirits that you can get and so it's kind of cool you know because you're looking at normally when you go to a store i usually typically see the same type of uh whiskeys and and vodkas and all all the alcohol is kind of the same standard ones that you see all the time uh you go to like a bevmo or total wine and more obviously your selection gets just enormous right but when you go to also overwhelming and overwhelming right and so this store is not overwhelming they probably got maybe 
a hundred bottles total of all the spirits on their one wall. But if you're just looking for whiskey, you're probably looking at 30 different bottles and they don't keep it consistent. It's kind of like, Hey, there's just a, a random bottles that we have in here and they're always discounted prices. Uh, I think it said this bottle normally goes for 39 99, but we got it for 24. So anyway, check out your grocery outlet. If you guys, uh, if you guys like it and grocery outlet, if you're hearing this, Hey, sponsor us, let's do it. <laughs> so, all right. So before we get into the today's topic, I got something I want to talk about. Okay. So this is a very near and dear to me. Not really. I'm just joking. But I went to the gym the other day, right? I've been trying to hit the gym a lot and I went to the gym and I don't typically like using public restrooms for uh, uh, taking a dump, right? Or going number two or whatever you want to call it. Pooping as I say to my kids. Uh, And I had to go. Stomach start rumbling, had to go to the restroom. And I go in there and as I'm wiping down the seat and getting up all prepared because I put, you know, put the paper down, all the stuff like that. I noticed that on the top of the seat, uh, there's like etched in letters like a tagger would do, right? Like somebody that, that you know, part of a crew or a gang or whatever, and they tagged on the seat. And I started thinking like, who the hell? Like with a knife? With like a, yeah, like a yeah. knife or etch a sketch or something like that. Etch a sketch, what are those things called? Uh, that you, uh, very sharp knives that you use for like school projects. I forget what they're called. Not an etch a sketch. That's the other thing. That oh, like do. a scalpel? Yeah, something like that. There's a there's a term for it, but anyway, yeah, like a very sharp knife or a pin or you know whatever they use to to carve their name of their crew or their initials of their crew into the toilet seat. And so in my brain, I'm thinking, who in the hell is carving their name on a toilet seat? Like what one? What does that say about your crew? Right? Like all right. I'm going to put my crew's name on a toilet seat. I never thought about that because you see it a lot. Actually. And you see it a lot. Right. And then you think about the process. Right. So I'm in there wiping it down. I'm in there making sure that it's cool just for my ass to sit on it. And this individual, whoever was in there, there's multiple people because it was multiple different groups on there. It wasn't the same. And it wasn't the same handwriting either. And so you have somebody that got in there, got down on their knees, right? Unless they got Stretch Armstrong arms, uh, got down on their knees on the pissy bathroom floor because you know guys be missing the toilet. So there's got to be some shit on the back. Wet as hell on the ground, knees up, knees on the ground, then got on the toilet and put their hand on the toilet. Now, when I write, I'm left-handed. When I write... My elbow and my forearm are usually on whatever I'm writing on, the table. In in this case, it'd be the toilet seat. So that means my hand, forearm, all that is on this toilet seat as I'm Uh, carving my name in there. Who in the hell is doing that? I got it. I got it, Tony. I know what happened. (laughs) You ever had your your cabinets repainted? Yeah. They take the doors away Uh to paint them at the... uh, Dude, that guy took the toilet seat home. You know, <laughs> no. Way. Yeah, he cleaned it up, nah, carved man. it, nah, brought it back, screwed it back there in. There ain't no yeah. toilet seat in the world that would be that. He brought clean it to for the studio, to, and homie. I'm not bringing it. And I'm not bringing a public toilet seat home. God damn, man! You know how nasty that's got to be. Like I said, I barely want to go to the bathroom there. Maybe that's he only has out of necessity. Like, maybe he has like a bunch of toilet seats at home, but like and he carves them up and then he replaces them in public. But like toilets. you said, that's not the first time you've seen it. I've seen it many a times. This guy's just, a menace, dude. It just he's, never. He's hitting everywhere. It just never hit my brain until the other day. Like, who is that? And then that's representative of your crew. And then what are they thinking? Like, okay, now I'm going to take my shit, right? And I go in there and I think, oh, man, look at that. Booty Dookie crew, yeah. number seven, they go here. I better not disrespect I, I better this crew. better not disrespect, but I'm about to go take a dump. So I am oh, disrespectful. I can't shit here. This toilet's clean. Right, right, right. And so what if I come out the bathroom and some, you know, some dude is standing there. Hey, man. That's you, our turf, homie. Did you, sit, did you sit down on that <laughs> toilet, man? Did you sit down? I know you didn't just sit down on that toilet, dog. You saw the name, right? So it just it struck me as weird. And then 
So in, in the gym that I go to, uh, the sauna is in the in the same area. So uh, no, what is not the sauna? Oh, sauna. Uh, not not in the not in the bathroom. But anyway, so I leave the uh, it's in the locker room, right? So I leave the the stall there and then do my workout and then I go back into the sauna later on. And sauna for people that don't use it, it's all wood in there. Same thing. I'm seeing the the tagging and the sketching and all that stuff uh, on the walls in there on the wood. And again, I'm thinking. What do you guys want us to do? Like, what are you what are you claiming by putting your initials in the sauna? And then two, you're hot as hell. Like, I go in the sauna, I'm sweaty, I'm gross. Working. I couldn't imagine sitting there carving my name into anything. And then most of the time, whoops, excuse me, most of the time, you have somebody that is uh, either sitting in there, right? Because it's rare that you get the sauna to yourself. Yeah. And, and during the, the gym hours. And so it'd be interesting to me if I was sitting there and somebody says carving a name, I think I'd be like, hey, man, what, what are you doing? <laughs> like, just stop that shit. But I I don't know. So, hey, if you're, if you're, how part long of it, did you think about that afterwards, Tony? It just, it, it just, I don't know. It just hit me. And I was like, just how many like, days ago was that? Oh, that was like four or five days ago. <laughs> I've been thinking about this. I've been, wait, I've been waiting to talk about this, man. It's been, I told you, it's near and dear to my heart because I'm just like, who the hell puts air? Their name of their crew and their name, you know, Little Smokey, whatever they want to put on there, on the toilet seat. Like, how? What's that say about your crew, man? What's that say about you? And I'm just like, I wonder if he bragged to his homies later too. Yeah, man, I got it, guys. I got it. I got it. Yeah, I got the handicap stall. I got the the gym. Yeah, the big one, homie. I got the the big one. Handicap stall. I got it. It's ours. Made me gross. So made me just uh, made me sick to my stomach just to think about. And I didn't even write it. It just made me feel weird that somebody actually did that. So if you're the type of person that would do that, hey, give us a call, man. Leave a comment. I'd love to know. I'd actually, love to know maybe what not. the thought process was. <laughs> you know, speaking of saunas, man, there's uh, a couple like pet peeves that I have one at the gym that I go to. There's this one girl that no matter how many people are in there, she lays down on the top bench and oh, claims cause, like cause three co-ed. seats. Oh, yeah, it's co-ed. co-ed. Okay, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. She claims like three seats, bro. No matter what. There's people standing and she's just laying down, like Chilling. fully laying down. You know? Wow. Doesn't care. There's another guy who, and you know you know how those public sauna, the floors are? The towel uh-huh. floors. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. They're towel. disgusting, dude. Mm-hmm. They have dirty water sitting on the yeah. bottom of them from people, all the people's people sweat. Shoes going and in shoes. there. Yeah. And there's a guy that goes in there. And he does push-ups on the floor mm. in the sauna, barehanded, wow. and then gets up and sits down and just like grabs his phone, is on his phone, and then gets back down, does more push-ups, just barehanded wow. on that disgusting floor. I, it makes me want to gag when I'm in <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, at least use the seat, you know, do the incline Something or whatever push-ups. Dude. Like, that is okay with the floor. Yeah, the floor is pretty gross in some yeah. of those saunas. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I And then there's out. another guy who likes to shadow box. In the sauna, <laughs> but he's got the squeakiest shoes, and so uh, everyone like you can. It's just like, quick, 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 and he shot for like ten minutes. You're like oh, driving man. everybody nuts. You think it's the shoes, or you think his feet are just like soaking wet inside it's, of his shoes? It's not like the squishy wet sound. It's like it's like basketball the, court. It's, <laughs> it's like the bottom of his soles ah. are compressing. You know, and it's got, but they're yeah. bad, and it's got See? that squeak to it. <laughs> so you need a good pair of headphones when you go into that sauna. Oh my god, those those surround sounds. And does the girl who lays down? Does she like look at people coming in, or is she just oh, no. like oblivious, looks she's up at the asleep. sky? And, she's oh, got she's headphones asleep. Okay. in. She usually covers her face uh, because, okay. like, I think she wants to so, pretend like, oh, I didn't know yeah, anybody yeah, so was here. I didn't know it was a full house in here. Yeah. My bad. Wakes up and leaves. Yeah, <laughs> awful, dude. Oh, that that now that can people be a whole episode by itself. The gym. 
oh, there's so many pet peeves I have about the gym. And, you know, and the gym I go to is not bad, but oh, goodness, we, we could have a whole show on, on that. But today's show, we're going to talk about I'm never drinking again. Everybody said that at least once in their life. Everybody has that that one story or multiple stories in my case where you're just like, I am never going to drink again. You wake up the next morning, you go, oh, hell no. Especially if you're on a trip somewhere and you had a rough night there. And then the next thing you're like, oh, I'm not drinking ever again. Then, you know, two days go by, you start drinking again. Me and Tony have said that on a Vegas trip and then ended up drinking that <laughs> no, night. Oh, guaranteed. Yeah, yeah guaranteed. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, do you have any stories that you want to share before I share mine? I got I got more than a few, but I have a couple that I have several, out. my friend. Okay, well, you, you, you want to start first? Give me one of your uh, one of your I'm never drinking again stories. Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't drink. I did. I don't know when. When did you start drinking, Tony? Around twenty. Twenty. Okay, twenty years yeah. old. Twenty twenty one. I was eighteen. I didn't drink at all in high school until senior prom. That was the first time I ever drank. Right. And. Uh, but I didn't really get drunk then. So I didn't have a lot of experience. So my first year in college, I went to USC. I don't remember. It was like first semester. Everyone's rushing fraternities. USC is a big fraternity school. Mm. I, I was not into the fraternities. I, I had no interest in going or, or doing that. But um, the parties I liked going to. Of course. And, yeah. you know, frat parties. They cool. got jungle juice, man. Of course. Oh, yeah. They got that jungle juice. Jungle juice. And I did not have the experience of drinking yeah. to know that that. Oh, this tastes like juice. And I wonder if that's still a thing. Let, no, explain Jungle Juice real quick for everybody. Oh, so that, yeah. Because we have some listeners that are, hey, shout out to Poland. There's some people listening to us in Poland. Uh, they may not know what Jungle Juice is. I'm not sure. But we have uh, listeners from the U.S., Poland, uh, U.K., and a couple other places. So Australia, I know that's probably my sister out there. But uh, anyway, there may be some people out there that just don't know what Jungle Juice is. So go okay, ahead. Okay, Poland, listen up. <laughs> jungle Juice, essentially, at least what it was at USC, was they have these big... Buckets, yeah, or or, vats, cool, or coolers, coolers, yeah. whatever, any kind of huge container, <laughs> right? And they will put every kind of liquor there is into these containers at with a bunch of ice. Five. Yeah, at least four, five, six, vodka, whiskey, gin, tequila, whatever. Yeah. Pour a bunch of bottles in there with a bunch of ice, and then a bunch of mixers, a bunch of juice. Uh, what did they use back in the day? High C. High C fruit punch. Uh, and then they put fruit in there too sometimes. Fruit, you put a bunch of fruit. Sometimes Gatorade. Gatorade like a bunch Sprite, of Gatorades. Um, yeah, anything just to cut that liquor yeah. taste out. And it didn't have to even make sense. It nope. just had to all go in the bucket. And not taste horrible. Yeah. So that everybody can just sip it and you're drinking yeah. juice. And what you get is you get this ultra sugary, highly, highly <laughs> toxic yeah. alcoholic drink. That tastes nothing like alcohol. Yeah. It tastes like Tang or High C <laughs> or it tastes like uh, a, a Shirley Temple. Right. And you're mixing all those spirits you together. You cannot drink. Ridiculous. You cannot taste any of the alcohol. Yeah. And me, not having really a whole lot of experience drinking, I'm just drinking. Drink after drink. I'm like, this is great. This is delicious. Of course. This tastes great. And oh my God, man. I stumbled home to my dorm. And I proceeded to throw up in my dorm sink, mm. which is not a large sink. And also shared, by the way, with my roommate <laughs> Donald, who will probably remember the story. <laughs> I, I vomited for probably a good 10 hours oh after God. that. I was supposed to go to work. Uh, I, worked at the, uh, I worked at the computer store, the USC computer store. <laughs> at least that. it was close. <laughs> yeah, it was on campus. And I called out sick. 
And uh, it, was, it was like my second week on the job or something. I, I vomited for 10 hours, bro. And I was like, I'm, I can't. To this day, I can't really drink sugary drinks. Ugh. Because it just makes, I mean, sugary drinks with alcohol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it just makes me nauseous. You're just like, nah, that's too much sugar. Give it to me straight so I know what's going on. Most of my drinks, I drink straight now. It's not too, it's not too masked, masked with, uh, you know, covered up. Or if I do, like, I was just in Costa Rica and I had uh, a Miami Vice, Mm -hmm. which is like a blended, blended uh, fruity drink. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was really good, but I could have maybe one, uh, and okay. that's enough for me now. Yeah, those 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 uh those fruity ones they sneak up on you, and then they go. You're like, oh, I could have four or five of these. I can yeah. have more or whatever because they don't taste like anything. And all of a sudden, it, and it's delicious. Oh. Yeah, you'd like get hit with a truck, and then you get sick, like you said. Yeah, and then that's the worst. I that's I hate throwing up with a passion. I'm a very especially harsh something thrower. sugary and sweet oh, like that, that coming no, back up. It's I, even worse. I hate bro. it, and, I, and usually when I drink. I'm eating a lot of food too, right? Because you get the you know, munchies or whatever after you drink and then get hungry. And then if you're throwing up on top of that, it's just a mess. And then I, I'm i just one of those really, when I throw up, it's really, really rough. And it, it like hurts me physically. Oh, yeah. I can't stand it. I just, I can't. I make a really loud noise. And yeah. it's like, I feel, I feel like somebody's getting choked, you know? It's, it's very if bad. Like a, if you can picture like a house cat and a tiger throwing up, <laughs> yeah. that's yeah. how yeah. I throw up. Mine's super loud. Like yeah. I'll wake up the whole house if I throw up. Yeah. You know, I usually go out back so I don't wake up the That kids. makes sense. That makes sense. So, uh, that, so that, was the, that was probably my first time ever getting like blackout drunk and vomiting like that Oof. Uh, in my life. I was uh, probably 18, 19, something like that. I think I was 19. Okay. I think it was a little bit into my first college year. Okay. So around the same time, I'll give my story. And then if you have another one, please share. Uh, I was about, well, I was, I was a little bit, I was probably 20, 21. I was probably 21. And so I had, up until this point, I had had drinks, but I've never to the point where I was like getting super drunk. Right. And it was more so just, hey, I'm going to have a drink here just so I fit in, whatever. But I wasn't the type to really just like pounding beers or pounding liquor or nothing like that. I wasn't going hard. So one night, and you were actually there too. I don't know if you remember this. But uh, one time I came, I was uh, I was home. I think I had moved home already uh, from college. And a couple of other friends had come home for college for the summer or something like that. And I had recently broken up with my girlfriend at the time. And uh, and we were going to a party. And so my friend, uh, who I was a good good friend with, who I was as a girl, and I was trying to possibly become more than friends with her at that time. And I said, "Okay, well, let's go to this party." So I got a couple of my boys. To hook up, Tony, you was trying to hook up. I was trying. I was trying. I was trying to to, to 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 pull a move and say, "Let's switch this up from just friendship to let's see if we got something going here." Right? I had no idea. If she liked the hardest not, move right? in sports. Oh, uh, getting hard. out of the friends, especially when you're, you're friends for many years, all through high school and yeah. a little bit of college. And so, anyways. Uh, we go, a couple of my friends were in town. I'm like, Hey guys, you want to go uh, with a couple of boys, uh, including yourself? We actually went to Peter's house in the front. And again, I don't know if you remember this, but we went to, went into to Peter's house. Cause I remember cause which was, house, uh, your parents' house. Uh-oh. And so we went, from the, <laughs> we went, we went to your parents' house. We didn't go in. We were outside and we, and I remember we, I sat in your car and a friend of ours brought, uh, the bottle of Bacardi Limon and, uh, if anybody remembers the Bacardi products, they, they still make the regular rums, but they used to have all different types of flavors: Bacardi orange, Bacardi vanilla, Bacardi all whatever, right? Terrible Bacardi all, all sponsor ter- us. Yeah, Bacardi. I don't mind the rum. I love the one fifty one sometimes, but that's very strong. But the regular Bacardi silver and the and the, 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 the gold, that's fine. But this one was Bacardi limon, so it had a little limon flavor to it, right? I had never had it before, and so one of our friends said, "Hey, I'm gonna bring you a bottle." We drink this in college, blah, 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 blah. We just drink one for ourselves, you know, and it was the, not the little bottle, but what they call it, the fifth? Is that what it is? Like a pint or whatever? What do they call that bottle? 
Oh, I don't know. It's not so. It's not the tall one like we have here. It's not the seven fifty. It's kind of like the, the rectangleish. Yeah, the rectangleish one. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I think that's called a. Fi- I think it's called. I a think fit. it's called a fifth. Um, see, this is a whiskey show. We don't know what the hell we're talking about. We're just having fun, guys. So yeah. we we don't buy the little bottles. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's handles or nothing else. So anyway, he brings the bottle. He said, "Yeah, me and my boys, we usually we usually sip on one of these through the night. We're big guys, so we you know we can handle it, and then that's it, right? We're good." So I was like, "Okay, cool. I'll try this Bacardi Limon. Give me my own fifth." So. Are we just of, drinking in my front we're yard? We're just drinking in your front yard. In, I was in your, uh, what was that, a Pontiac you had? I had a I had a Pontiac Grand Am. There it is. I was in your Pontiac Grand Am yeah. drinking this this bottle. And I remember I drove my car. We met. We all met there. I named her Eleanor. Okay, there you go. So, After Gone in 60 Seconds. So we all, <laughs> that's a throwback right there. I love it. And if you saw that Pontiac Grand Am, you'd know how much of a joke that is. But it was, do- <laughs> but it was dope for the time, man. I love that car. So anyway, I sat in your car and I drank this bottle. And as everybody's kind of crying around, we're just catching up because I think a lot of us had gone to college and stuff like that. So it was kind of like a meetup where we hadn't seen each other in a while. And I'm sipping on this bottle and it tastes delicious. I'm like, this is great. Next thing I know, 10, 15 minutes later, the bottle's gone. Oh, fuck. And they're just like, and my boy who brought it Tony, was pass like, it back. hey, man. No, no, it was mine. It was oh. mine. But he said, no, nah, dog, you're supposed to sip on that, man. Like, that's supposed to last you all night. And I was like, oh, well, I, I don't know. It tastes good. So it'll probably just hit me. I'll be straight. He's like, man, you'll be fucked up. <laughs> I was like, well, I'll be all right, you know? Because I'm thinking at that point, I I had enough drinks in my life to where I'm okay. And it tastes so good. I'm yeah. thinking kind of like you. And you're a big dude. You're yeah. an athlete, right? Yeah, right, right. And I'm thinking like you with I the jungle juice. this. Where I don't taste it. So I'm thinking it can't be that damn strong because it tastes like sweet. Yeah. It was nice. It was nice. Um, and it wasn't, now looking back on it, it was pretty harsh. But it was better than other liquors I had tasted at that time. So anyway, uh, we go to the party. Uh, and I, I don't remember if you went to the party or not. But a few of us went to the party. Uh, I meet up with this person. We're trying to, I'm trying to have a conversation and I am just all over the place. Like I'm slurring, I'm acting dumb, I'm doing stupid shit. And I'm just like, what the hell is wrong with me? And I knew that Bacardi Limon had a hold of me. It was hitting me. And it, I mean, it had me, man. And I was, I don't even remember half the shit I was saying. And I was like, okay. And again, I'm, this is me trying to impress somebody at this point, right? So I'm trying to have a good, like, hey, I'm a cool guy. You know, let's move this forward. I didn't bring that up or anything, but I'm trying to like show her that I kind of, you know, I'm digging her. Yeah. And you can't I'm, even walk and forward. And I'm totally messing it up. And my boys are like, yo, hey, let's get out of here, man. You're, you're gone. And yeah. I'm like, nah, man, I ain't nothing wrong with me, blah, blah, blah. You know, doing dumb stuff. And I, and my car was there. So somebody drove my car. We leave and I'm in the back seat just hurting. And the same person <laughs> that I was trying to impress pulls up next to us. I'm in the back seat of my own car. So they know what's up, right? I'm, I'm tore up. So they pull up, they say bye, good night. And we pull off somewhere. I'm like, yo, you got to pull over right now. And I, when I say I threw up everywhere, I threw up everywhere, right in front of the restaurant, some some restaurant. It was closed, but oh, my God, threw up all over the place. I, I think that might have been the first time I threw up from liquor, and it was bad. Um, but the next day, I woke up hurting, and I said, I'm never drinking again. And I haven't touched that Bacardi Limon since. But it wasn't Hell too no. bad because Why would you? No, never. I haven't touched it since. Anytime somebody, somebody could offer me a, a free shot of it, and I was like, "Hell no!" You know, I had a friend. Their last name was Lamone, and I was like, "Yo, I don't yeah. know if we could be friends yeah. no more." You know, you, it was your bad. last name ain't Lamone. No yeah, more. <laughs> it was bad in my but, phone. Uh, you know, there is a, a positive side to the story. I, that person that I was trying to get um, get to like me, we end up did being my girlfriend years later. So, oh, that's uh, funny. you know, not a year later, about a year later for a while. But so I did, you know, pull that off, and it was awesome. But uh, yeah, I definitely made a fool out of myself. She that must night. have been impressed, and I hold your liquor. Man, you know? I don't know what I said, but I'm like, oh, 
I was very embarrassed at myself. But so Bacardi Limon is a liquor that I will never sip on again. And that was one of those nights I said, I am never drinking again. And then probably a week or two later, I drank something. Yeah. So, yeah, that's how it goes. You want a follow-up story with my Pontiac Grand Dam? Yes. The Pontiac Grand Dam is brown, right? It was tan. It champagne. Was champagne. Champagne. There champagne. You go. That's yeah. what you call it. Probably around the color of this uh, liquor that we're drinking right here. It's about the, about this, uh, the color of this, uh, what's it called? Virginia Distillery Company whiskey. It's not really a funny story, but it is nostalgic. And I think that because you know the car, you'll appreciate this. Yeah, look it up, guys. What year was that? Pontiac Grand Dam? 2001. Google it. It'll come up. I bought it used. I bought it. It was like two years used, I think. So (laughs) it makes it more impressive, actually, the story. I bought it used. uh, Bought it for driving back and forth from home to USC. Because I think that year I was staying at home. Okay. So that was my sophomore year. And then my junior year, I wanted to go to Europe for a semester abroad. Yes. Right? And I didn't have any money. My parents didn't have any money. So I took out some loans for that. But also, I, I found out my Pontiac Grand Am had equity. <laughs> I right? had equity in my Pontiac Grand Am. Yeah. So I refinanced that bitch. <laughs> and I took money out of my equity okay. from my car. Uh, there you go. That holds a lot of value, bro. That's a great, that's How a great can, amount of value. Do you know anybody's taking equity out of their car? No, never. Yeah. Not one person. Because they didn't have a grand M. And they didn't know. How did you even find that out? You just... <laughs> I was looking everywhere You're for like, money. You're like, I need some money, man. Yeah. And I think I was like... And you wasn't going to sell the car. I wasn't going to sell it. Yeah. But I had bought it and I got a really good deal for it. So I was like, let me just check just what check this car see. is worth. That's you so know? funny. And I went to this... Probably the shadiest banker ever. Yeah, and I was like, hey, would you give me cash if I refi yeah. this car with you? And he's like, yeah. Hell yeah. So I got 1500 bucks cash. Boom, I'm out. To refi it. And my payment went up like 20 bucks. <laughs> but yeah. at that time, I was it's like, worth it. I don't you know would... if I could do that, man. 20 yeah. bucks. <laughs> I had no money. But it's worth it. But yeah, I took that money and I went to I went to Italy and helped pay for that. And um, I was still fucking broke. I got loans. I took that money. I maxed out all my credit cards. Oh, my goodness. And by the end of that trip, I had $12 in my bank account. And I still had like two weeks to travel with my buddy Frankie, who's hopefully listening in Bahrain right now. Frank, big Frank. Shout out to him. He's in the Navy Reserves. And he's he's an officer over in Bahrain holding it down for for us and our country and uh, loved ones over there. Awesome. Uh, And our friend Damaris, who is... uh, well, I don't want to say what she's doing, but she's big time right now uh, in the government. But uh, I had to borrow so much money from them just yeah. to eat because you can't even take out $12 out of your bank account nope. overseas. Get 20. It's got to be a 20. <laughs> it's got to be a 20. So uh, I figured out, well, I better leave that 12 bucks just in case. And I, I, I don't think I ever paid them back. But that was pretty good. Friends, <laughs> oh, you know? shit. Now you got it on, uh, yeah. on record now. They yeah. go, hey, man, give me that money back. But, but that's just a follow-up story but that's pretty. But that's pretty good because uh, think about how much you could do with $1,500 mm-hmm. now. Nothing, right? Mm-hmm. You probably could just barely get the ticket over there. Yeah, but that was in 2002, 2003. Yeah, so that's when everything was a little bit, yeah. uh, a little bit cheaper. Shit. Now it costs that much just to get a passport. But the euro was stronger than the dollar then. Mm, okay. So I think it was like 1.2 or 1.3 to every dollar. So you take out a you take out 100 euros and it'd be like 120, 130 bucks out of your account. Mm. Wow. So that was another thing. So we'll, we'll, we'll keep on the drinking part. Just I'm curious because I've never, I've never been to that part of the world. But um, 
I've never been to Italy. You said Italy, right? Yeah. Yeah. I've never been to Italy, but I've been around in areas. I lived in Verona, Italy, okay. which is a quaint little beautiful town. It's got it's actually got a working um coliseum. Oh, so okay. their coliseum is like three hundred years older than the one in Rome. It's open air. Uh it was partially destroyed by an earthquake year mm, hundreds of years okay. ago. So it actually looks, when you look at it, it looks like a ruin. It looks like the Colosseum in Rome. Oh, that's dope. It's a little bit smaller, but it's still working. And so they mm-hmm. still do open-air operas there oh, in cool. the summer. So we actually saw two operas there. And you go and you sit inside on those big-ass fucking yeah. concrete steps. <laughs> and they're selling vino and panini and that's dope. all this shit. And you're watching an open-air opera in the summertime. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. yeah. No, I've, I've been... Actually, I have... I'm sorry. I have been there when I was younger. I was a little kid. So I don't really have a big memory of, of going there. But I definitely want to go back. I've been to Paris and some other places, but never to Italy. I should have went in my 20s. I had some some chances to go, but messed up. So anyways, uh, out there, when you were out there, you were drinking age, right? Because I think it's even younger there anyway, right? Yeah. So the rule yeah. out there pretty much is if you can... See over the bar to order a yeah, drink. Yeah. You can drink. Yeah. They sell beer at McDonald's. Oh, okay. Yeah. You, yeah. You've been seen over the bar in Italy for since you're oh, probably like <laughs> 12. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, the guy who ran the school out in Italy, his name was R- R- Ricardo, Roberto. Shit, I can't remember. Anyway, he was a heavy, heavy drinking kind of guy. Like, yeah. Like he spent his summers in Italy and he spent his winters in America. Um, okay. But he ran the school and he was kind of like a, Kind of a taller, maybe six foot, heavy set guy, mm-hmm. and just a partier, bro. Like nice. he wanted to party with all the college kids that went to his school. Oh, okay. So he ran the school in Italy. There were thirty of us there, and his whole job in life, I think, was to take us out drinking all the time. So <laughs> at that time, that summer, there was um, the what is it, the European Cup for football, soccer, uh-huh. and Italy was in it. And they ended up winning. Oh, so that's and so wild. we went to the bar and the this guy, Roberto Ricardo, I can't I'll call him Roberto. He Roberto sounds more Italian than yeah, Ricardo. He, <laughs> I I saw him headbutt several people. <laughs> I saw him dump in, drinks in celebration. In I think just aggressiveness. Mm. I don't know. Like he would drink and then pour his drink on someone's head. Yeah. And then just headbutt him straight to the face. <laughs> and he was such a maniac that people didn't fuck with him, dude. I love it. And you guys were just like, that's our guy. Yeah, that's our guy. Yeah. He would protect us. He would Hell fuck yeah. everyone else up. But we went to this one bar during the, um, the European Cup. And it was so wild because the bar had actually like uh, a second floor balcony inside the bar. Yeah. So if you think like if you've ever been to like a house and you go up the stairs and then there's like that overhang balcony with like the banister. Right. Yeah. They had that in the bar and there's people hanging through the banister railings, like <laughs> hanging off, like everyone's so hammered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the big drink out there that gets people pretty hammered, uh, one of them is called grappa. And grappa. it's kind of like a – Jungle juice? It's like – no, it's like a it's like a clear liqueur. Oh, okay. Uh, but it could be flavored. And oh, so okay. the one that we always drank was the sour apple grappa. And just thinking about it now, I'm like gagging. Yeah, I'm like, that, that's right up your alley. The sweetness yeah. and everything. Yeah. But it's super strong. Okay. And then slightly sweet. And it gets you fucked up, dude. Mm. And, every, and this guy, Roberto, was just handing out shots left and right of grappa. And all of us got so hammered with all these Italians that were just celebrating this European victory. That's 
That's like a once in a lifetime thing too. Yes, because I don't know. They and may the have next not won day, since. <laughs> the next day, if if my if my timeline is right, Frankie, uh, in Bahrain, if I have my timeline wrong, please message me on WhatsApp. <laughs> but I'm because he listens to every episode. Yeah, get him right, Frankie. Uh, I'm pretty sure the next day we had to go to Rome and we had to tour the Vatican. And there's a picture of all of us sitting along the wall of the Vatican. And we're all fucked up, dude. Like hungover, <laughs> like disheveled. Like some people are sleeping. Some people are like, like almost like you know, bent over, vomiting, just hurting, just on the Vatican wall. We <laughs> all look pale as death. Just <laughs> who's got the picture? Oh, you I gotta bet find Frankie. That. Frankie, if you have it, send it to Please me. Please send it to me. We'll, we'll, we'll put it on our uh, yeah <laughs> on our Instagram. Yeah, That'd if you awesome. have it, Frankie, send it to us because um, I don't know if I have that one. That's, but there is a picture awesome. of us just hurting at the Vatican. Uh, that the next sounds like day. a fun trip. Yeah, that's, it was great. And there were many nights like that. See, that's that's what you live for, man. In, when you're in, in Italy, your, you know, in your twenties, just having a blast. And yeah, we traveled all to, around. Man. You got somebody to protect you out there too. That's pretty cool. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. If you're out there, that myself. trip actually. So we would have class from Monday to Thursday. Our classes would get out Thursday at noon. We would like the thirty of us. Everyone would would plan a trip, and you would just kind of glob on to whatever trip you want to go on. And right. so from Thursday afternoon until Sunday or Monday morning when you get back, people are traveling all over the country. Different countries. It was it was wonderful. <laughs> Best trip. That's very that's that's awesome. So is there so I told you my Bacardi Limon story. So that's I don't I wouldn't touch Bacardi Limon even if they made it. I don't think they do anymore. I haven't seen it. Uh is there a particular alcohol that you would never touch again? Jägermeister. Jäger. You don't do Jäger shots no more? Meister, man. <laughs> <laughs> One too many? Yeah, I think it was Vegas. I think the Vegas back in the day, you know, 20 years ago, they had deals. And Great so deals. I remember we were at a bar, casino, and it was dollar drinks. Oh, and it, it was whatever drink you wanted. You got to love it. Yeah. So yeah, I went up in. there and and I was like, what about doubles? And they're like, dollar. Dollar. Double Jaegers? Dollar. Ooh. So I'm doing double Jaeger shots uh, with some, I think Jaeger, like a Jaeger, Red Bull backer. Or was super Whatever the Jaeger worst backer is, that's yeah. what it was. Jaeger Red Bulls. Yeah, yeah. Huh? I would do a, a Red Bull backer. I was doing double Jaeger shots for a dollar, bro. So hammered, I literally took a double Jaeger shot, ran into the bathroom, threw it up, uh, came back out to the bar, ordered another another double Jaeger shot, threw it back, and kept going. <laughs> but that next day, the, the when you throw up Jaeger, it's more licorice-y. More, it's kind of thick. It's super right? syrupy. It's yeah. thick. It's got that like kind of black licorice-y taste. It does. I hate that taste. And when it, it comes up, oh my god, it's even worse. So the Red Bull, the Red Bull is the only thing that made that drink kind of survive yeah. for me because I hate the taste of black licorice. But yeah, me too. If, if it comes up, oh, I could imagine. And there's no reason that, much of it. Yeah. that I was taking double Jaeger shots. Except for they were a dollar. That was the reason. But anything was a dollar. I could <laughs> yeah, have ordered true. anything. Yeah, yeah. You just <laughs> you didn't know anything. You know? Jaeger sounds good. I should have been like, hey, uh uh Dom Perignon? Is yeah, that a yeah, dollar? Right, right. Like, what dollar. do we got? Yeah, what's up with the top shelf? Let me yeah. see. Ace of spades? No, no my dumb college ass was like, yeah, oh, fucking Jaeger. That's <laughs> well, a dollar? Well, that's cool. because it was the in thing to do. You remember there was a time where uh, you know, and I don't know what the in alcohol is now. Everybody kind of drinks a it bunch was of stuff. Jaeger but it was or like Patron. Jaeger or Patron was yeah. in in the early 2000s. That was yeah. like, that's what you drink if you want to be cool. And 
at the time it tasted okay. Goldschlager too. Goldschlager was, was there. Yeah, that was it. That, that was like I don't know what liquor. Goldschlager, aftershock, all those. Little, yeah, but Goldschlager yeah. had actual gold flakes gold floating around flakes. in the bottle. Yeah, people thought that was, was cool it. Too. Vodka. It was like a that's liqueur, a, right? That's a great it question. Was like a it was syrupy kind of like, liqueur. It was, it was more syrupy, so I don't believe it was a vodka. Yeah, it was gold slog or something. But gold so schlager. I'll tell you. My, so <laughs> give me a little bit more of that if you don't. Oh mind, yeah, sir. I'm sorry. Uh, so poured myself some. No, I you're didn't good. Pour my own so some. Bacardi Limon is the one that I won't drink anymore. But I do have another. Uh, I'll never drink again. Story. Uh, do you want more ice, Tony? No, that's okay. No. Thank you. And so there is. One time that I was in Mexico, you know, since we're talking about international stuff here, I was in uh, Cabo San Lucas, Mexico with a group of friends and uh, my girlfriend at the time. And we at all-inclusive resort. And if you guys haven't been to one of those, go. They're awesome. Uh, but at some of the resorts, they have uh, better alcohols and lower alcohols. You know, it just depends on where you go. So in the room, there is like a – they had a machine where uh, you basically had four bottles of alcohol turned upside down. And they were very, very like – Middle of the road liquors. They were probably less than middle of the road. They were probably uh, ones that were local to that area. And I wouldn't say they're shitty ones, but they were probably not the most expensive because it's all inclusive. You can go downstairs to the bars at the pool and stuff like that. And they had a little bit better alcohol there. But the one in the room was just like, hey, we're getting drunk. We're hanging in the room. Yeah. Like, and so you put your cup up and it had a little, it was a little dispenser. So every time you put your cup up on this thing, it would give you a shot. In your glass, boom, boom, boom. So you could just fill your cup up with shot, shot, shot until the bottle's gone. So if you wanted to, dangerous. Oh, super dangerous. So again, I'm in my mid twenties, having a blast. I've been there a couple of times at that point because we used to love going to the Cabo uh, and and Cancun, staying I've never at the been. at the Ryu. So if you guys ever want to go to all inclusive, the Ryu, I loved. Uh, haven't been there in a long time, but um, they have a bunch of all inclusives. Now, did you love it because you were twenty? Or was yeah, it was it actually like, thinking back? Was a little it actually bit of both. good? A little bit of both. Um, yeah. I definitely, I definitely would probably be in. I'd probably upgrade now because uh, the beds were not as soft as you know they could have been, and the food was basic. The drinks were again basic, um, but it was great for being in my mid twenties, and, and it was Hell affordable. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. It, it got the job done. The pools are great. Staff was all awesome. inclusive in twenties. Oh, yeah. in your twenties, that's all super deep. super fun. So twenties, but now I'm in my you know I'm in my forties. Probably is all inclusive of all ranges. That was probably more of the lower to mid tier if you're looking at all inclusives. But now I can probably afford some of the higher price ones to see food probably a little bit better, drinks a little bit more, uh, stuff like that. So anyways, we're at the bar. We're getting. I mean, we're we're there for four or five days and we're getting drunk every day, right? Wait, so are are you just with your girlfriend or no, you no, with no, the homies? With the group with the group. Oh, it was okay. all couples. So it was like four couples that way, oh, right? Okay. Yeah. So we go with. So one day we all decide, maybe five couples. So one day we all decide to. Hey, the ladies are going to have a ladies' night, and the guys are going to go out on the town and have a guys' night, right? Because we had been together for five days. We're like, hey, ladies ladies decided to stay at the resort and have fun. They had a club there and all that stuff. So the ladies are all going to stay there. And us guys had heard about uh, a, a pretty cool bar slash, not a club, but like a bar that had music and stuff like that. We're going to go check it out for a couple hours, and we'll come back. Because, again, we're at the pool all day. We're hanging out together all day. We're just going to do a little boys thing. You girls hang out. All that. So it was all good. So... You know me, I'm like, hey, I'm at the all-inclusive. I'm about to get my money's worth before I go to a place off the resort where yeah. I have to now pay, right? So I'm like, she, I'm at the bar, take a shot. Bam, 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 bam. Taking shots or whatever. And then I took like three cups with me to go. Because I'm like, all right, I'm going to take them in the Uber. Uh, I don't even know if it was Uber at that time. Whatever, taxi, right? Glutton, dude. I know, right? But I'm just like, yo, when I get there, I ain't got to buy none. Because... I wasn't broke, but it was just like, why am I going to pay for drinks when I got them for free here, right? See, that's pre-drunk brain, <laughs> yeah. right? Because drunk brain, you get there and you're like, 
I need to drink more. That's exactly what happened. So yep. we get there. Place is cracking. I'm already pretty much done. Fuck yeah. But we get there, and I think there was, and I'd have to ask my friend, but I think they were either buying drinks or they gave you like a pass for drinks there as well. Something like that. Either way, I drank way more than I should have. I shouldn't have kept going. I should have just stopped with whatever I had left in the car and probably would have been okay. But I had a couple shots there, whatever. So this bar and club was at another resort. It just wasn't our resort, right? And so uh, anyway, the night goes on and I'm just out of my mind walking around, uh, not with my people anymore, just talking to random people and having a good time. <laughs> but I'm just like, where the hell am I going? What am Classic I doing? Tony. Oh, yeah. I'm, randos. I'm the wanderer when it, when it comes to when I get drunk, I wander for sure. And you, and you can talk to anybody. I can talk to anybody. Yeah. And so I found myself, uh, I was talking to people outside. It was a outside of the bar was the pool area. So you had the whole pool deck with the chairs and all that stuff. So some people were laying out there just kind of looking at, at the ocean. And I was talking to people out there. I was talking to people inside. Da, da, da. And then at some point, I must have laid down in between two lawn chairs, talking, probably talking to people, and fell asleep. So my friends, I guess, were looking for me, and they couldn't find me. And so they're like, we don't know where Tony went. We can't find him. I'm in between these two lawn chairs. So what do they got to do? They got to leave, right? They're like, hey, I don't know where he is. Obviously, he's in a Mexican and, prison. And right Maybe. And this was before. Um, this is before you could use your cell phone out there, you know, free. Yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. we had cell phones, but they, you couldn't use them without paying a hundred dollars a minute or something. And we probably didn't have them on us. We put them in the locker cause they didn't work. And so, uh, they couldn't reach me that way and there was no way to find me. And so they were like, Hey, well, we got to go, man. And so they end up leaving and uh, I wake up at like six 30 in the morning and it's sun is out and there's some guy hosing down the pool area. And I'm just like, where the hell am I? I forgot where I was. And I'm like, wait, am I still at that damn club from last night? And the guy's like, hey, how's it going? You all right? I'm like, I guess. Now, again, nobody's seen me. down, Nobody sir. has seen me in like four hours. We're in Mexico. They're probably scared to death. And my... Uh, my no, my, you went back to the room. They had already been drinking, my, right? My girlfriend at the time is in the room. And she, I never came back. I don't know how their night went. I have no clue. Even now, I don't even know how their night went. And so... I stumbled my. I remember I took a took a taxi. I lucky luckily I had some money on me. Took a taxi back to the hotel. I get there. I throw up in the bushes. How you know? far were you from the hotel? Dude? Probably fifteen minutes, ten minutes. A fifteen minute drive. Yeah, good, good thing you good, had some cash. Good 10, 15 minute drive in Mexico. It wasn't too much. I'm surprised you still had cash in your I'm pocket after passing out like surprised that. Surprised I, I still had a kidney. Like yeah, I, they could have done anything sure, to me, man. anything to me in Mexico. They wanted to do because I was gone, and uh, and it was very very scary. And so then. Uh, I end up throwing up in these bushes, walking my way down to my room, and I, I creep in the door, and my girlfriend at the time is sleeping, and she's like, where the hell you been? And I'm just like, I fell asleep at the pool. They left me, blah, blah. So now I'm thinking about my friends, right? I'm like, did they get back safe? And then my friends all the while are thinking about me, like, is Tony back safe? So anyway, we end up calling each other's rooms, and we're both like listening in to the girls talking to each other, like... <laughs> Is 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 our friend in there? Is Tony in there? You know, and both of us figured out we were okay. And then, yeah, the story is just like, I was gone, man. I was gone. So that was one of those nights. And then I was just hurting for the next day and all that stuff. But I told myself, I ain't drinking for the rest of the trip. And yeah. I ended up drinking like a day later or yeah, whatever. Yeah, but yeah. It just was what it was. But, oh, my God. that And that was scary because I wasn't in a place where I felt, you know, obviously I felt safe enough to fall asleep where I was. But... You know, you just never know what can happen out there and anywhere. I mean, you're at a pool at a random place and people just see you knocked out over there. I didn't get, like you said, I could have got robbed. I could have got beat up. I could have got whatever. 
Nah, you may not be a up. butt virgin anymore, bro. <laughs> you don't know. I don't. You know what? I you don't can't know. definitively say <laughs> that you were not a butt virgin. I don't virgin. know, man. I don't know. I think I can. I still felt pretty good. Nah, that, anyway, pool, that pool guy was hosing it down for a reason. So there's always those times. He made a mess. <laughs> so there's t- plenty of those stories with, that I have. But um, yeah, so Bacardi, Bacardi Limon is definitely the drink I won't drink anymore. I don't mix alcohols anymore. I used to do that a lot. Where I would like, you know, the jungle juices or, um, and and the, the what is it, the uppers and the lowers, like the the Jaegers and Red Bulls and the vodka Red Bulls, stuff yeah. like that. I don't do that anymore either. And I don't, uh, and I the one alcohol that I can't get drunk on is tequila. And the, and I'm not saying I can't get drunk on it because I can get really drunk on tequila. And I like tequila. That's the problem. I don't mind the taste of it, but it gets me out of bounds, man. Like tequila gets me like. I'm way too free and open and I have no responsibilities and I don't care about my credit card limit. And I'm just, I'm a super fun guy. Like everybody in the room will love me, but I'll wake up in the morning going, what the hell did I do? Yeah. That's the and point of tequila. I, tequila is, it just gets me too out of bounds. Whiskey gives me a nice little buzz. Rum will give me a nice buzz. I, I'll chill. And if I get drunk, I'm not making bad decisions. Tequila will have me not giving a damn about nothing. Yeah. Or nobody. I, I always tell the story and she won't mind me telling, but like, um, uh, my wife, uh, her, the first birthday that we celebrated when we first got together. Mm-hmm. So what, like 15 years ago, first birthday, we were at my current brother-in-law's, uh, house and he wasn't my brother-in-law then, but he had a you know, real big house and we were celebrating, uh, Amanda's birthday and I show up a little bit late. I don't know why, maybe I was working or something and she's already drunk, right? Yeah. And she's been drinking. Tequila. She's been doing beer pong. Tequila boy. Beer pong with and tequila. tequila. Yeah, that's how you want them. Yeah, not beer nice and with tequila. <laughs> and she and this is a woman who is five to a hundred pounds. Yeah. And she can hold her liquor. Like she will not really get, like you said, out of bounds, right? Mm-hmm. But with tequila, holy shit. Her Latina side <laughs> shows up, dude. Bounds, so that man. party. Mind you, it's, it's probably like the first year, maybe first first year that we've been dating. And one of the first birthdays that we celebrated together. And I get there, and I'm not drunk at all and she, because I just got there. And she's fucking gone. And the first thing she does is she's like, play beer pong with me. And I'm like, uh, okay, yeah, cool. With tequila. Yeah, and, and <laughs> so... I get over there. I'm like, is this fucking tequila? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, oh my God. I was like, I can't do that. And she, right away, pussy. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, you I know? bet she hit you with the hit you sure. And so, and then I'm like, okay, well, you know, I'm going to go get a beer. And then I come back and she's already, I think she's already playing with someone else. And I'm like, okay. So I sit down on the couch. This girl's falling over, fall down drunk, yeah. right? Yeah. And from the couch, I'm sitting there watching her. And she's falling over, kind of bending over at the waist. And I'm like, hey, babe, your titty's out. Oh, Jesus. And she goes, what? And I, so I'm like, I don't want to say it louder because yeah, yeah. everyone's going to look, you know? Everyone's going to turn and look. Yeah, everybody's going to look. Who, at who, our titties. Anybody. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, fucking. I'm like, like you know, trying to wave at her yeah, breast. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yo, fucking, your titty is out. Is out. <laughs> it's out. And she stops. Looks down at her titties, looks back at me, and is like flips me off. Fuck you! Jeez. And I'm like, okay, okay, you know. And like, the I next know. thing I know, 
she's talking to my sister and her boyfriend, who's now my brother-in-law, and saying what an asshole I am and all this shit, right? And she grabs her keys and she goes out to the car and she's gonna drive away. You're like, I'm an hell asshole. Nah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? And so my sister comes up, she goes, go get her. It's like she's fucking about to drive. Like, go get her. She's fucking fall down drunk. Go get her. So I said, fuck, okay, I go get her. She's already in the she's already in the driver's seat, right? So I come around the driver's door. I open the driver's door. I'm like, what are you doing? What are you yeah. doing? You yeah. know? And she's like, you start crying. Oh, you were an asshole to me. And I'm like, your fucking old titty was out. You told me to put my titty there. Yeah. <laughs> I was just trying to I was trying to help you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And then you just said, fuck you through whatever, right? So she she's not hearing reason, you know. So I yeah, was yeah. like, I gotta trick this bitch, you know? <laughs> so I was like, look, you can't drive, right? I was like, put it in drive right now. And she could figure out how to do it. I was like, and I pointed to the house. I was like, look, even your friend, my sister, Laura, and I started pointing to the house. So where I pointed, she looked that way. And right when she looked that way, I yanked the keys out of the freaking ignition. And I said, okay, now you can do whatever you want. Yeah, here. And you I slammed the door and I went back inside. <laughs> and I kept the keys and she just fucking went off. Oh, I got a bet. Yeah. Bet. And so from then on, she instilled her own rule that she is not allowed to drink tequila. Is that right? Yeah. 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 Yep. That tequila. They say. It gets those. They say there's two types of drinkers, man. People that drink tequila and everybody else. That's what they say. And I believe it 100%. Because I'll drink. For sure, tequila makes me feel more loose and more like I want to like. Do shit I shouldn't do. Whatever. Do. Yeah. Everything you wanted. Everything yeah. you wanted. It makes you feel almost invincible. It's I can great do at the casino. Nobody's going to judge yeah. me. It's like, nah, man. When I'm at the casino, I want to oh, drink tequila. Yeah. And so, you know, I'll have a, I'll have a, I'll have a shot. I'll have a, a glass, of, you know, a mixed drink or whatever. But I won't get drunk on tequila because it's just going to end up bad. Well, I kind of want to get you bad. drunk on tequila. Now. It's just, just going to end up bad for me. It's going to be a great we got a homie. We got a homie having their 40th birthday coming up in yes, Vegas. So tequila on the rocks. I'm bringing two the, bottles of tequila. The, it'll get me. It, nah, man. I, I, I got to leave my credit card somewhere because I swear when I have tequila – I'm just too damn nice. I'm by the whole club of a drink. Everybody on me. Come over. I'm talking to everybody. Like I said, it's a good time, but I gotta have somebody that keeps me in bounds. Like Tony, don't 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 buy these 30 people shots, uh, man. I want to let you Tony don't got that, loose. You ain't got that type of card limit, man. Don't do it. So it's, <laughs> you, it's, it's, you know, don't, man. I don't know. My funds don't work like that, man. So anyway, that's the stuff we don't drink anymore. And uh those are the nights that <laughs> we said we'll never drink again. So let's rate. We'll never this, uh, forget those nights. Though, I'll tell oh, you. I'll we'll never forget them. They were they were some of the most amazing nights. But looking back, you know, they looking are. back, and yeah. then sometimes you have the ones where I don't like. One thing I don't like doing, and I try, I really try not to get to this point, and I haven't in many many years. But I don't like doing blackout where I don't know what happened. That that really bothers me the next day. Like if I drink too much and I forgot a portion of the night, and then I wake up and then I'm always like paranoid that I did something stupid. Or I said something dumb to somebody, or something like that. Especially if I was drinking tequila, it gives me anxiety. Give me, yeah, it gives that, and I go, hey, yeah. and I gotta find you know my closest buddy who was with me all night. Hey, man, did I do anything dumb? Nah, nah, you were cool. It was fun. Okay, cool. And then I feel better. And some people are like, oh man, you better go talk to such and such man. Yep. She was looking like she was mad at you. I'm like, oh, let me call up whoever it might have been, a friend or a girlfriend or whatever it might be. So yeah, those nights I don't like. I, I've never liked that because I like to be. Buzz, but I definitely like to be aware of what happened throughout the night and remember everything because you don't want to miss anything. I definitely have FOMO. Also, so. you want to be able to finish the night if there's a lady involved. You want to be you able know? to finish the night, man. And sometimes, yeah. And you want to be able to remember that too. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, no shame in my game. I don't know if you remember, like, 
way back in the day, before we had our girls. Yeah. There was a girl in Vegas. You remember yeah. this? What, what you, time? <laughs> I mean, you gotta, it was a long me a, time. Ago. Give me a little bit more information. There was, was a girl. We were at a club. Uh-huh. The club shut down. You were talking to this girl. She was a ten, bro. Stunner. Okay. okay. In a silver dress. Okay. Right. And I was fucking hammered. And you were chatting <laughs> this girl up. She was into you, bro. And I was probably hammered too. But you yeah. were hammered. And so, like, <laughs> I I walked up, and I was like, Tony, let's get the fuck out of here, dude. Horrible wingman etiquette, by the way. <laughs> Horrible, you know. And you, and you were like, "Hey, so and so, this is my friend Peter," and she took a liking to me, bro. Okay. And <laughs> I, I didn't mean to steal the girl from you. I don't yeah. know what happened, but yeah, I don't, I don't know if she I liked me. Game like and that. you, you gave me the blessing. I don't know if you remember this, but okay. you gave me the blessing. Like, dude, fucking go. She likes you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. likes you. Okay. And I was yeah, like, that sounds right. like me. So I'm, I, I'm a great wingman. So yeah, <laughs> I fucked it up. <laughs> And I took her back to the room, and I whiskey dick, man. I could not do it. Could not do it. She was a 10. Yeah. Couldn't do it. It it happens, man. Yeah. Happens out there. Yes. (laughs) So you want to be able to finish the night, man. You got to finish the night, bro. (laughs) No, I don't. You don't remember that? I vaguely remember it. But I kind of, I yeah, I kind of, I don't, I don't remember her what she looked like or anything like that. But I do remember that. I do remember saying, "Yo, this girl, blah blah blah." I do remember that. That was a long time ago. That was a long. Uh, so anyway, let's rate this. Uh, let's rate oh, this. Yeah. This, Dude, uh, I'm this whiskey. It, it's actually very, very nice. Um, yeah. Virginia Distillery. This is good. So now that we've tried the, it's the port cast finish. There's another one, and we'll get that. I'm gonna get that one too. I want to try that one maybe on a on a recent episode. So yeah, I give it a, a solid 3.5. Man, this is good. Yeah, this I'll give it like a 3.4. Okay. 3.3, 3.4. This is really good. It's a really good whiskey just sipping on. I can only imagine if you made an old-fashioned with this, it'd yeah. probably be really good because I like the flavors in it. And there's something, there's some type of sweet flavor there. Uh-huh. Uh, and like you said, a little bit of smoky too. If you made an old-fashioned with this, I think it'd be great. I think it'd be great. Yeah, it would definitely take those flavors from an old-fashioned and it would make it better. Yeah, because sure. it's, it's really tasty in the back flavors, whatever that is in the, in the back. I taste it, so... Um, yeah, try yourself. Get yourself a bottle of this, guys. I'll post it on the uh, on Instagram and uh, put a picture up. So that's it for this episode. We appreciate you guys listening. Again, follow us on everything. Dad's Whiskey Cave. Dad's plural and whiskey with an E. We appreciate you guys, and we'll talk to you soon. Cheers. Cheers, guys.